I want to just dive in this morning um, back to how to fill the tank. Last week, we looked at two ways. We've been talking about how we wind up with empty tanks and the reasons why we have empty tanks. Now we're talking about how to fill it back up. Number one, from last week, you've got to get fed up. You know, one of the steps to recovery is you've got to admit you have a problem. If you don't ever admit it, you never can take the next step. So getting fed up and recognizing the prodigal when he was in the pig pen with the pigs eating the leftover pig food, he got fed up. And it said that he came to himself and that he said out loud, I would be better off at my dad's place as a servant than I am here. I will return and go back home. And then he rehearsed what he was going to say. That is a point that we have got to come to is I'm not going to go this route any longer. You get fed up. Number two, we learned last week, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Go back and listen to the podcast, get caught up. This one, I wanted to just almost just do this one point, even though I've got a couple more. This one is a biggie. I really just started to pause as the Lord was unraveling this. Give up control. How to fill your tank. Give up control. And I want you to know, I believe that this is the real issue of life. The reason for overload is that we're trying to control everything. The reason we do too much is because we're trying to control everything. And we go around with this attitude of, it all depends on me, and I've got to hold it all together. And listen, the greater your need for control, the more overloaded and the more stressed you're going to be. And sooner or later in your life, you're going to realize that most of the things that matter in your life are beyond your control. God's Word tells us of one thing we should be in control of. One thing. The only thing God tells us to be in control of is, do you know what? You can't control the tongue. self One of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. Everything else God controls. However, the one thing we don't control is self. But we try to control everything else. Can anybody see the paradox? How we get it completely backwards. Self-control. You can't control anything else in Scripture. You can't control your parents. Anybody try? You can't control your kids. Nope. (laughs) I wasn't just looking at you. Pete, where are you? Hey, Pete, quit watching the Masters and focus on me for a minute. (laughs) Y'all laugh. That's what he's doing. (laughs) Tiger's two down. It started early, by the way. Okay, don't run out. Okay. But you can't control your kids. I've tried. Doesn't work. It fires. They're good kids. They are good kids. I didn't say they weren't good kids. I just said I can't control them. Um, Can't control your spouse. You want to see a marriage fail, try. Yeah, try to control your spouse. You will fail. 
Why? Because it's not God's plan for your life. You think it is. You think you're your spouse's savior. You're not. (laughs) Christ is my savior. You can't control your past. It's in the past. You can't control your future. It's in the future. You can't control the economy. You can't control your coworkers. But you can control yourself. And that's a good thing. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit. But the rest of it, we've got to give up. Here's what Jesus says. He says in uh, Matthew eleven twenty nine, and we look, we've looked at this several times. He says, come to me. And then he says, take my yoke upon you. I think it's the next scripture, verse 30. Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, he's not talking about a chicken yoke or an egg yoke, a chicken yoke. My, my chicken expert went. So let me rephrase egg yoke from the chicken. He's talking about a yoke, which is a piece of wood that you can hold two cattle together. When my grandfather died, I got asked, what did I want? I said, I want his yoke. There's a sermon in that right there. This is a yoke. And let me tell you, the yoke's intention is not for this piece, it's what's behind it. It's what you hook to it. And let me tell you, this thing's heavy. This thing's not fun. I stuck Justin's head in this one time. It doesn't feel good. But here's me. Here's my yoke. And behind it is a lot of stuff that I'm dragging. My past, my thoughts, my sins, my stuff, my stuff that I have not let go of. How many of you know we carry around sins that we don't forgive ourselves for? Do you know who, carry, who winds up carrying that? You. Never was it intended for you to carry that. Never. You carry stress. You carry work. You carry finances. You carry all kinds of stuff. And you can yoke multiple cattle together with the yokes. But the intention is to pull the cart. And this is a wooden frame that joins two animals together. And when two animals are joined together, it lightens the load on the one. Because you're no longer pulling it by yourself. But you may say, wait a minute. This doesn't sound very relaxing to me. Take my yoke upon you. Sounds more like of a burden when Christ says, take my yoke upon you. You can take that the wrong way. I'm already carrying too much. Why would I want to take on Jesus' yoke? If you're taking notes... Or if you can just make a mental note, note, the purpose of the yoke is to lighten the load. The purpose of the yoke is to lighten the load so it's taken off of you. The purpose of the yoke is so you're not pulling the cart all by yourself. And Jesus says, yoke up with me and I'll help you pull it. 
the reason you're so stressed out and overloaded is because you're trying to carry. You're not just trying to carry. You are carrying everything yourself. And God never intended that for you. He says in, in uh, Matthew eleven twenty nine. Take up my yoke. My yoke is easy. And my burden is light. When we take up yoke with Christ, our yoke becomes light. Why? Because he's carrying it with you. He's going to take the load that you've been carrying and he's going to share it with you. The living, New Living Translation says, my yoke fits Perfectly. For my yoke fits perfectly. And the burden I give you is light. In other words, when you take on Christ's yoke, it fits your shape. How you're made. So I want to explain two symbols um, that a yoke takes on. First of all, it is a symbol of partnership. What you have here is an offer from Christ, offering to be your life partner. He says, yoke up with me. You weren't meant to carry the whole load by yourself. Jesus says, I'll take part of it. Jesus isn't going to add to your load. He doesn't have any load. There's nothing that he needs you to carry. He has no load. So if you yoke up with Jesus, it's like he's putting it off of you onto him. Psalm 55, verse 22 says, I love the way this is written. This is from the message. Pile your troubles on God's shoulder, shoulders. He'll carry your load. He'll, he'll help you out. I love that translation. Now, who's got the stronger back? You or God? Obviously God. So if you're unyoked, then nobody's pulling your load. Jesus says, join with me and I'll help you pull it. And the fact is, if you're overloaded right now, it means one thing. You're not yoked to Christ. Please slow down and listen. If you're overloaded... But there is no spiritual, mental burnout. When I'm yoked up with Christ, I can handle the load. When I'm not yoked with Christ, I can't handle any load. The smallest of loads breaks me. Breaks me in my relationships. And let me tell you, when my, when my yoke is jacked, I break everything around. I am that bull in a china shop breaking everything. But when I'm yoked to Christ, I can take it. I can take trials. I can take disasters. I can take struggles. I can take failures. <laughs> Lights. But another thing that a yoke resembles is control. Because you use a yoke to guide animals, and when you guide the animals, you keep them from, from going off in a ditch. You keep them from going at a pace that they can manage. When I'm yoked with Christ, listen to me, church. 
when I'm yoked with Christ, we move together in the same direction at the same pace. Think about when you yoke an oxen or a, or a, uh, a bull or a cow or whatever you would yoke. There is someone driving that. And when we get, I don't know if you've ever um, gotten tied up with two people and everybody tries to go their own direction. Have you ever done a, a, a sack race? Two people stick their legs in a sack. Y'all look at me like I'm talking Chinese. Yes, pastor, we know what you're talking about. Yes. And you know the challenge is working together. And I want you to know when you get yoked up with Christ, when you want to go your own direction, he lets you. But if you will stay yoked and listen and follow and be a follower of Christ, it's what I believe we're trying to do, he will lead you and he will lead you the right way. Never the wrong way. Never this way over here might look good. There might be a thing of grass that you, man, I'd love to go chomp on that grass right there. Jesus is like, no, 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 no. No, this is the weirdest morning. No, no, no. Don't go over there, but I really want to. Okay. I'll be here. I'll be here. I'm not going over there. I'll be here. When I'm yoked with Christ... Even though it may not look right, it's right. How many of you know that your emotions and your feelings can steer you wrong? How many of you know your brain, as smart as you think you are, can lead you the wrong way? I've made investments that were a sure thing. Thank you, Ron. I heard, I know that laugh. (laughs) I know you well enough. And you know, that's family. Have you ever been at your home and you can hear your mom laughing from across the room? You can have a thousand people in the room. Whoop, there they are. That's church when we know each other well enough for me to to say, "Uh, and he's a Dave Ramsey teacher, so he, he gets it. I am my own worst enemy when left to myself. But with Christ, I can't go wrong. My problem is my self control. My biggest problem to having an empty tank, to having a full tank, is my self-control. I want to control everything else but myself. Let me act like I want, do what I want, throw fits wherever I am. But I'm going to judge you, I'm not going to forgive you, and I'm going to just carry everything as though it's all on me. Christ says, no, just control yourself. That's a big enough job for, for me. If I will just lay down control. It says in Galatians chapter uh, 5, verse 25. Are we back working? No. Galatians chapter 5, verse 25. It says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. I can't go faster than God. Sometimes that's frustrating because sometimes I'm in a hurry and God's not. You know, the, the, the hardest place to be is to be in God's waiting room. When we're waiting on God, God says, I'm going to do it. I promised you. I'm with you. But I'm going to do it at my pace. So that, that means I need to keep in step with the Spirit. 
We're trying to get the Spirit to keep in step with us. Romans 3.28 says, Our lives get in step with God by letting Him set the pace. Our lives get in step with God by letting Him set the pace. And the way He sets the pace is by us being yoked with Him. Let Him set the pace. Let me ask you, and I'll just close with this. Who's setting your pace? Who's setting your pace? Is it you? Is it your job? Is it your financial situation? Is it your health? Is it your spouse? Let God set the pace. You are going to be yoked with something in life. Or someone else. Maybe it's expectations. You know, uh, I think it was, was it Bob Dylan wrote the song, You're Gonna Serve Somebody. You're gonna serve somebody. I want to encourage you today to ponder on this. Meditate. I'm, I'm gonna refer back to a cow. It gives the, uh, is the metaphor for a cow chewing on cud and then swallowing it and then bringing it back up and chewing on it a little bit more. I want to encourage you, chew on this today. Self-control, being yoked with Christ. Who am I yoked to? Amen? Amen. We're almost done. We've got one more thing to do, but I want to pray over you before we go to the next step. Father God, I just pray according to your word, Lord, that we would just surrender. Your word says that if we want to have our life, we've got to, we've got to give up our life. And Lord, I think ultimately it's just giving up control. God, I can't control it. And when I do control it, it's bad. But God, when you're in control, it's so good. God, I know you to be a good God that leads me well, never leads me wrong. Father God, forgive me for going my own direction. Just ask you, Lord, just to have mercy and grace on us. You may be here today and you may say, look, I've never been yoked to anything. Would you consider surrendering to Christ? You're here because you're looking for something better. You're here because you're looking for, for, for answers. And yeah, this sounds too good to be true. Well, that's the gospel. The almost too good to be true gospel. Jesus died for you. To set you free of the sin that you're trying to carry to forgive you, to restore you, and to give you a different life, an abundant life, an abundant life, a life with him, a life with his body, and a life with his spirit, leading and guiding you into all truth. Right where you sit right now, just say to the Lord, I surrender to you. And God, I just, take, I just ask you to take on my yoke.
and I yoke myself with you. And I commit to following you. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen.